Hello and welcome to Football Minds with Philip Bexley and Daniel George. Because we're, we're on, we're live. Oh, we're going, we're going live. We're going live. I'll start the timer, get myself ready. Let me just have a drink first. This is very professional. <laughs> well, I wanted to catch you off guard. Just wet me whistle. Yeah. Well, well what, uh, what a weekend of upsets. Um, and to be honest, even carried on into the AFL Cup tunnel. We've had a Premier League at the weekend. And my oh my, there were some girls. There was some uh, horrendous defending. Some really bad. Of, I know we've mentioned it plenty of times. VAR decisions again. Like, did you see the? Did you see the Norwich one? Uh, <laughs> I don't get why VAR's not um, got involved because the referee's not called it, and it's just another silly one. Yeah, um, I think what people are crying out for is for them to actually. There's no consistency. Like, no. Well, they're, they're just not, not being making decisions. The referee is not calling it. The VAR are even looking at it. Did you see the Socrates handball? Yeah. What was different to that from the first weekend of the Premier League when you saw <coughs> it like that? I, I, I have no idea. I don't know what the. I don't know if it's like you know when they bring a new rule in for the first couple of weeks and try and get. Do you remember like a couple of seasons ago where yeah. they were trying to stop the pulling of the shirts in the box? Well, yeah, but this is supposed to make it. <coughs> This is supposed to clear all that kind of stuff up. Yeah. And there's the no great rule, areas. The new rule was if it hits your hand in a penalty area, it's a free kick or a penalty. Yeah. And what has it done? Socrates is bent into it. And the referee's bad for not seeing it. And why is VAR not saying, hey, oh, that's a pen? I, I, don't, I, I don't know what the ruling is. I, I, I don't know if VAR's scared to overrule the referee because they haven't seen one decision. That VAR's made, which a referee hasn't already like made a call on, or I don't get what's the point in it if it's not going to help the referee. Yeah. It's, uh... <coughs> um, but yeah, I know we won't mind about VAR anymore. We'll, uh... we'll try not to. Anyway. I'm sure it'll crop up again. Uh, we'll we'll start with. I mean, we'll dive right into the eight uh, 0 Man City Watford. <sighs> well, unusual to see Man City kick off at three o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. I mean. I was in the pub watching the rugby, not football. Ooh. Three o'clock on a Saturday. And, uh, um, but we got in there about ten minutes late, and I think by the time we got in, was Man City already three 0 up by then, or was it just we just got in a second? Three 0 by twelve minutes. Yeah. Um. I mean, Watford the second half against Arsenal looked like under Flores that they might have a chance of staying up I mean they had a bit of heart yeah um, passing to the side in the second half plenty of pressure and then they just roll over like this against Man and everyone knows Man City is a good team yeah but they shouldn't be beating any Premier League team 8-0 yeah absolutely um, and for me um, I'm sure with a lot of other people out there saw the Hard time score, five 0 Nice one. Check the scorers. Stay in that trip, maybe. Didn't even play. Nope. 
Look, he was my vice, my vice captain. My captain was Aguero, and Pe- after seeing his his misses on match of the day, yeah, another frustrating. Yeah, one. really frustrating. Pep Guardiola ruining people's fantasy team. They're not playing Sterling. No, I mean Bernardo Silva was an absolute dream for me at the end of last season on fantasy. He's he's, he's the reason. Is he back in? He's not back in my fantasy now. No, um, he should be. But yeah. He's not really. <clears throat> I mean, he's, I think he's got a couple of goals, and he Bernardo Silva. But yeah. how? I mean, he's better value from winning there in your fantasy team, isn't he? Uh, oh god, yeah. Um, but I think Bernardo Silva. I'd love to see him just. I'd love to see him get dropped into the David Silva role. Well, I, mean, I think he's, he will do eventually when David Silva calls it quits. Yeah. And moves on. I think that's probably his likely role. Um, but. I've, it was one of the best teams in Europe, dismantling a horrific, horrifically poor defensive side. Yeah. There's, there's no confidence. Um, and that, I was watching matches the day, watching all the girls, and Craig Dawson was at fault for four of the girls. Really? I mean, wow. this guy, he, he was okay with West Brom in the, in the Premier League, but once you have a season in the Championship, and West Brom was conceding a lot of goals last yeah. season. I think he's just got used to conceding and it's not a good thing to have, especially when you're playing a team like Man City. Yeah. It's not a good trait to have. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I, I think I agree with you with that Bernardo Silva. Um, I think he may get pushed a bit further inside and get that, that David Silva role. There was one of the goals, I don't know if it was first goal, Bernardo Silva, where him and Silva had like a little bit of play within the By box. second, I think it oh, was. Yeah. Just like every touch, with the, the thinking about two or three touches ahead, like... Yeah. I like snooker players. Yeah, I've always said that one of the best players I've actually seen live in the stadium is David Silva. Yeah. Every time he was in a box against Still City, he seemed to have a force field around him where no one was getting close to him. He had all the space. And he just, he just controls from inside the box, from wherever else. He's in control. No one gets near him. No one gets near the ball. And he does what he wants. Yeah, he's, he's playing with wing mirrors on. GPS, sat yeah. nav. Yeah. Um, he ve- I don't know how he does it, but every time he gets the ball, he he, he looks up for like a, a glimpse just to see where people are, and all of a sudden he's got a picture in his head. He knows what he's yeah. doing. He's no way running with the ball, and it's from the intelligence of the other players as well that he knows. Oh. He knows that he can uh, make a ball, and one of his teammates are going to be running onto it. Yeah, <coughs> that's uh, the plus side of having world class teammates as well. Yeah. Um, that always helps. So we'll just go over that one because there's not a lot to talk to about. Brilliant City, Hurricane Watford. Yeah, I mean, at one nil, Delphi who had that one and one, didn't they? Yeah. And if the if he scores that, I mean, it's not going to be a different game, but you're not going to get many chances against Man City. You need to take them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, no one expected anything less, did they? Could have been ten. Yeah. Oh well, and I thought Watford, uh, Watford would have put up a bit more of a fight, but yeah, especially after the Arsenal game as I, well. I think everyone was sort of hoping for ten, weren't they? Yes. I'd love to see double figures in the. Uh, well, yeah, I don't think it's ever happened, has it in the no, Premier League? Is a record, I think. Um, yeah, it's a joint second for the highest goal so, scored. Yeah. It was the was it eight one or nine one? Spurs against oh, Wigan. Um, but we'll stick with the three o'clock kickoffs, and we'll go for the coupon buster. Everton, Sheffield United. Rough one. Everton struggling. Marco Silva struggling. Yeah, really, really struggling. I mean, 
I don't know what kind of team, we've said it before, I don't know what kind of team Everton are. Are they a counter-attack team? Are they a possession team? Are they get it down the wing team? Yeah. I, I, I could not tell you what they are. And I, don't I, don't, think, I don't think most of the fans could. I, I, well, I don't think the manager does. Oh, yeah. I yeah. think um, teams are highlighting the, the fact that they can't defend set bases. Yes. I mean, every set piece, Sheffield United seems to be putting it on top of Pickford. He's not. Th- he's not the tallest goalkeeper. Yeah, they've conceded from three corners already this season. Yeah, well, they only had six games. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's, uh, it's not a good good trend to be setting off with the season. There, I mean, they've got. I wonder why that is though, because like they've got Yerry Mina, who's he's nearly almost been pushing seven foot. Is that is that tall? Yeah. Michael Keane, good edger of the ball. And yeah. Gomez, tall in, in yeah. centre mid. Well, sometimes that's um, buddy dog. Stop making such a buddy racket. Anyway. He's uh, trying to get involved, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> wants to make a name for himself. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they have got centre-halves that can head the ball. Yeah, they've got a bit of size to them, haven't That's the organisation. That's down to the manager, then, if they're conceding. They've got the players, they've got the tools to do it. Yeah. Or is it down to Pitford not commanding his box enough? I mean, I look at the Everton team as, is there any leaders? Um... I mean, they've got Fabian Delph who came in from Man City, but won't really say he was a big leader. Who else is him? Michael Keane. Seamus Coburn, club captain, isn't he? Is he? I mean, a right back. A yeah. little quiet, quiet Irish kid. I yeah, mean, he's one of those where you don't really see him talk much on the pitch. Yeah. You never yeah. see him backing out orders. or. No, if you're losing 1-0, you're not looking to him yeah. for inspiration, are you? Um, but... Sheffield United managed to have one shot on target and score two two goals yeah. at the weekend. Um, just shows you how bad Everton are. I mean, once someone gets a chance against them, they seem to score. Yeah. And um, what was I going to say about the yeah Everton struggling up top? I mean, it's not good when you're conceding goals and you can't score. Yeah. I mean this. Keen, Moises Keen has come in and he's not really at the ground running. He's, eight, he's 18, 19. Yeah. What, what you it's a lot of pressure on a young yeah, kid. Exactly. Um, and the the main goal scorers last season were from out wide. McAllison, more of an inside forward, didn't he? As yeah. opposed to an out and out striker. Never, I don't think he scored yeah, this season. They've never replaced Lukaku, who <coughs> no. was above Everton's level, which is why. He stands out so much. I think didn't he get sixth place when he was there or fifth? I don't know. Pushing on Europe's They've they've never really replaced them goal scoring numbers, and you can try to replace the numbers with players that do better than others in certain areas, like yeah. Carlison, but... But you need a striker who's going to be scoring your goals, yeah, don't you? Have, have, the reason why some of them players are successful with having a, a top striker to play off of. Yeah. And they've not got that. No, I mean and Moises Key might be there in a couple of years, maybe, but not now. And I think uh, I think we'll touch on uh, managers lately, but I think Marco yeah. Silva is definitely in that category. It needs to be looking over his shoulder. Or that's a couple at the moment, isn't they? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not a good situation for that, and um, to, to somehow. Um, I thought it'd be further down than four teams to be honest, because they've not played good football. They've scraped a couple of wins, haven't they? I mean, the 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 two that they've won have been by one goal. Um, but yeah, what 
if you if you're trying to get into Europe, I mean Leicester are a team that's trying to get into Europe. Yeah, and you took a couple a week a week ago, a couple of weeks ago. At the beginning and, uh, of the season, didn't they? So well, yeah, and the, the, they're living up to it, and they're definitely based on the way both Leicester City and Everton are playing. They're pulling away from them. Yeah. It's not even the the gaps. The leagues close. ahead. Yeah, the yeah. leagues leagues ahead. Um, but speaking of Silva, uh, a bit of a crazy stat that since he's been at Everton, he's never won um, from coming from behind. Really? And that's just not a good sign, is it? No, no, no. As soon as you concede now, that must be in the defenders' heads I mean, that fucking hell, we're not scoring here. And then you question his uh, motivational skills as a manager yeah. if they can't turn, turn a game around, especially against Sheffield United. Well, I, I, I did look through the, the, the games that they've played. Um, and I mean they've had a, they've had an easyish start to the season and they're still struggling to score. Yeah. Uh, they, they've played what Sheffield United, Wolves who have been bad this yeah, season. They've, they've got the win against Wolves, but they've played struggled three well, times as many games as anyone else yeah. and just aren't really up to scratch. So lost against Bournemouth, lost against Villa, beating Watford, teams that should be beaten. Drew to Palace. I mean these these are none of the top six. They should really be starting. They should six be right. out of six. Yeah, they, they, they should, should be. Top of the right now. They should be, yeah, top top one, top three. Um, but they're, they're way off the pace. And, and the next couple of games only get hard. I mean, Man City, um, Burnley away, who have started the season Picking well. West Ham, Tottenham in a couple of weeks. It's, it doesn't get any easier for them. And uh, I, I think I could see um, Silver maybe, maybe losing his job. Yeah. Uh, he's he's in that, he's in that list, isn't he? Um, and to touch on Sheffield United, brilliant start to the season. Oh, two yeah. wins, two draws, two defeats, and both them, um, Villa and um, Norwich are all playing really good football. Yeah, attractive football, maybe neglecting defensive um, responsibilities a little bit, but it's. They're capitalising on a lot of poor defending in the Premier League this season. Yeah. And there is an awful lot, top to bottom, there's some horrendous defending going on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there's goals up for grabs and yeah. that never happens in the Premier League. And these, these newly promoted teams who got up playing attacking attractive football are, are capitalising, yeah. really. And um, it, it's great to see. And yeah, it, it, it's only the other that are... Um, struggling a little bit they're in the relegation zone with four points from six but you could argue that they should have more um, there was that Grealish goal that was ruled out a couple of weeks ago is it Grealish in the last minute um, oh, I can't remember foul on the edge of the box or something oh uh, yeah yeah um, there obviously that yeah you got done for a dive didn't they that Socrates um, handball. handball over the weekend all Areas where they can pick up points. Yeah, this so is. I think they're further down than where they should be. They could quite easily be top half with Sheffield United. Very much. Like, I know we said we're not going to talk about it, but VAR, I mean, they were supposed to even out the whole the bigger teams not getting yeah. more advantages and more calls. And we've just mentioned two calls there for, for Villa that's gone against them. Yeah. That with VAR should clear up this decision yeah. and, and they should get that girl against was it Palace that was called again yeah. and they should get the, the handball against Socrates I, the, even with the VAR they're still not getting the rub of the green yeah and we had back to the uh, Cardiff City last season and yeah it's supposed to be helping uh, the lesser teams uh, get these decisions 
Yeah, well, it's it's not working so far, is it? No, it's not, not working. Hopefully, it'll come round. Like you hope it does. Like you, you get fifty-fifty decisions, and they do even out over the the course of the season. Um, but yeah, Sheffield United. I mean, Chris Wilder must be well happy with it. If you could give him what are they on now? Eight points after six games at yeah. the beginning of the season. Not really signed anybody. I mean, signed Ollie McBurney, didn't they, from Swansea? Uh, Robinson from uh, Brentford. Yeah, I mean, they've not they've not splashed the cash up. They're not like a, a Villa. Yeah. I mean, if if they stay up, just like I said about with Neil Warner last season, Chris Wilder got to be manager of the year. Well, if they yeah, stay absolutely. Up. And they'll give himself a cracking chance by the start that they've had. Um, but we don't really want to talk about the Newcastle Brighton game, do we? You know Newcastle never scored against Brighton at home in the Premier League. Oh, really? No, there's not uh, many. I there's not many times I've made two or three games in there. Um, but we'll we'll ignore that and we'll move on to the Sunday games. Oh, here we go. Because there was a couple more upsets. Yeah. Well, no, uh, an upset. Well, like, shall we start with Arsenal Villa? Considering we've touched on it a couple of times. God, yeah, that was a ding dong, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I started with the top at the top of the show. Um, top of the show top of the podcast top of the morning uh, defending is atrocious and That's been, there's yeah. no worse team at the moment than Arsenal for no. defending I mean it's just letting teams walk through um, the the McGingo who has been absolutely outstanding for Villa so far yeah, this just, season just took him out of fantasy yeah <sighs> shocking um, El Ghazi Gets away, gets enough space from uh, Maitland Niles. Pepe turns his back, and it's a glorious ball in. But the ball should never really come in. Nah, to be honest, it's one of those balls though where it's just it's just above the defender's head and it's dropping, it's dropping. What is it? Penalty spot area, and the defenders are on the eighteen yard box. It's just perfect. I mean, he was class last season as well. Ghazi for Villa. I mean, he was one of the reasons why they got promoted. Um, he's got put it on the plate from again. Got a bit of stick in the Monday night game a couple of weeks ago against West Ham for not checking back that Tara Mings thing. But yeah. going forward, if he's got the ability to put that ball in the box, yeah. especially against poor defenders, he's got a bit of it. something out there about him, and yeah. that's what you need down at the bottom. And there's some more defensive frailties as well for Arsenal, and there just seems to be no connection between Louise, Socrates, and Gendouzi sitting in front of them. They just all seem to be on different. Wavelengths. There was times where, yeah. and it, it Villa's um, pacing the counter attack helped because they didn't even have time to talk to each other to set up, and they're finding themselves in all sorts of situations. There was one point where they highlighted it on match of the day actually, where um, it was they highlighted the game because he was so influential. <coughs> excuse me, in that game, and the amount of times he had the ball. 30 yards out from goal and there was no one around him massive acres of space in the middle of the pitch what's going to do 30 yards out his job <laughs> there was about 6 or 7 Arsenal players all on the back line the two Xhaka and Gendouzi no intentions of stepping out the line to close McGinn down and where's the communication from you we touched Shelley on um, Everton not having a leader oh, I think Arsenal even further behind are they Everton in, in the leadership yeah. qualities I mean oh you can have someone as Xhaka as your captain no absolute jerk of a player absolute yeah. I, I, and I still don't even know what he does apart from foul you're supposed to have excuse me again <coughs> you're supposed to have someone who can lead by example and he can't keep out the book he's firing into ridiculous tackles can't make a pass can't read the game 
he's a he's a jerk of a footballer and I thought David Luiz coming in for did he come in for six or eight million? Eight, I think it eight. was. Yeah. I mean, it's, he's, it's he's, won stu- he's, he's, he's won stuff. I thought he would have come in and he would have maybe seen that there's no leader in that change rooms and kind of like took it for himself. But um, I think he's seen how bad Arsenal are at the back and think that he can just kind of, I don't know, blend in and feel like it's not all his fault, like get away with it. I think eight million is a bargain for a player like David Luiz, but yeah. he's not the player. He's not the centre half that Arsenal needed at that time. I don't think he's the centre half that anyone in the Premier League really needs. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's better off as a defensive mid. Yes. But why pay eight million for David Luiz to play centre half when there's evidence in the Premier League over the last however many seasons that he can't do that job? <sighs> panic buy, wasn't it? It was just utter panic. I mean, like, it's, it's, it's value for money. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Not the player that Arsenal needed. And it's proven by the fact that he can't organise his back line. And it doesn't help when it's Socrates and Calm Chambers comes back from... Well, he's just come back from injury, hasn't he? Calm Chambers. Uh, Back from the dead. He's been out on loan a couple of times, come back and pops up with a goal. Yeah. Lovely little finish, to be honest, but... I think he's got to be an idiot, Emre, not to even think of putting Chambers... In that, in that centre back at the moment, yeah. and oh. um, as MK runs the sky, a glorious chance. That looked chagged with some. I was going to touch on um, the pointing out one match of the day as well. Um, Chris Wilder did his coaching badges studying studying Unai Emery's Valencia side, so he probably had the best idea of how Arsenal play. Unai Emery at Valencia. Yeah, so he had like a good idea like, of how his team was set up and, and to be fair Villa exploited it they just got done a couple of times a couple unfortunate about, I mean I mean the last goal yeah um, when Ming's just tethers it straight yeah, 40 to, million pounds and it's the highest <coughs> headed clearance I've ever yeah, seen I mean half. you don't just get rid there yeah I don't um, know. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the second. It was Chambers' goal, wasn't yeah. it? Where he just said it straight to him. I mean, he just come from Chambers. Just, just clear your lines and yeah. just. This is against ten man. So we've gone from a top six side in Arsenal and poor defending to Villa, who have just come up with poor defending. And yeah. You expect that from a new top team. top to bottom for the league. No one can defend at the moment. No. You no. see, Man City struggle. Well, that's why we're getting eight nils. Yeah. <laughs> and three twos. But yeah, I think despite. Um, defensive performance from Villa wasn't the best, but I, I'm I'm confident they that they're uh, they're going to stay up. I know it's only oh, days, but you see three worst teams. I mean, Watford are, are, are not there this season now. The Newcastle, but are they struggling to pick another one out there? Well, uh, so come out all way, but with the way they're playing, yeah, the making chances, which is what you need to do in the Premier League, yeah. like if. if if you're coming up to the Premier League and you're struggling to score straight away, you're going to struggle to stay up. You yeah. need a goal scorer. Absolutely. Josh McGinn, uh, John McGinn looks like he's the goal scorer for Villa this season. Creative as well. Um, and I think, I think Premier League teams, like we've found out this season, are less worried about defending. And it's all about scoring. Like Everyone wants to go forward. That's why you're seeing the three at the back, two wingers going up down the yeah. wing as well. Goal kicks are collecting, the centre half are collecting it off the goal Keep that keeper. ball exactly and get it up there. They're not bothered about defending anymore. We've seen how many goals scored from that stupid goal kick that they're doing now. Yeah. I think it's two or three, isn't it, this season already? I think 
teams now are adopting the we'll just try and score more than them yeah which is fantastic very brilliant for, for a viewership yeah but apart from Newcastle <laughs> yeah. yeah in terms of if you're a fan of the game defensively or a coach of the team I'm guessing that yeah, would be a killer it's going to be painful to watch yeah I mean there's going to be heart attacks left right and centre in the prem- in Premier League stadiums if it continues yeah. like this VAR being used herbal yeah um well, while we're talking about Arsenal Villa, what did you think of the whole Aubameyang giving a penalty to Pepe? Aubameyang's only the penalty taker. Um, do you like that? No. I don't really. like it. He's is, is the top goal scorer. Like, you pay to get goals. Your desire is to score as many goals as possible. That's why Aguero takes a penalty for Man City. Yeah. It may be a crap penalty to take. But every time he's on the pitch, he's taking them. I mean, Aubameyang was joint top goal scorer last season and he's giving penalties away to his mates. Like, yeah. I mean, I can see it from the point of view where he's helping him get off the mark and stuff like that, but if it takes a penalty to get you off the mark... Yeah, well, we've seen it before. That's nothing. Nah. You, you, want, you want to score a proper goal to get you going, not a penalty, not a gimme. Yeah, it doesn't exactly fill you with confidence, does it, getting a penalty? I mean, like, it's a good feeling for, for like there and then, but you look back to it and you're thinking, well, my mate's just giving me a goal. Yeah, there. exactly. Um, no, I mean, if I'm a striker um, and I'm the penalty taker, I'd give it to anybody else. I'm a well, winner, I'm not a fucking I friend. I very remember about 10, uh, 15 years ago, you uh, wanted the ball off me, but I said, no, I'm taking this one. As I scored the last one, buried that one as well. Did you? Yeah, do you remember? No, no, you remember nothing from the Sunday game. I, re- I remember Rob Blackall, a goalkeeper, taking a penalty because he won penalty shootout in training <laughs> and he hit the crossbar and I put yeah, the tapping in. <laughs> it was the one where um, Doug took a dive. The uh, I remember the dive, but I don't when, remember. When the penalty. was a penalty, he was like, oh, I'll have this one. I said, no, I scored the last one. So I did, I, did I let you have it there? Let you have it, didn't I? Did I moan a little bit? Well, you always moan, don't you? <laughs> But stuck it in the bottom left hand corner as usual. So you know I was top goal scorer that season, so I was quite happy that I gave you that. I was I was doing <laughs> the Aubameyang. You didn't give me it. I didn't let you have it. <laughs> eighteen, eighteen goals I got that season. <laughs> Centre mid, like like a young Frank Lampard. Whatever happened to these um, ponies? Shall we go back to more the Premier League and some more atrocious defending with uh, West Ham Man United? Um. Where do we start with Manu? I mean, the this is a a, a team in turmoil. Um, it's just not looking good for them at all. I mean, the three players that they brought in at the beginning of the season, Wan Bissaka, Maguire, and James, probably been the three best players. I mean, Maguire's not really torn up trees since he's been there, but Wan Bissaka's. I mean, he's he's kept his farm on from Palace. Yeah. Daniel James been incredible up front which I did not expect but you look in the midfield and I, who did the, they started with Matomini, Mata and Matic and I was just thinking would would any of those players start for like a top 8 team no. in the Premier League no you could have argued for Mata a couple of seasons ago but not anymore no, n- none of them Matic like... a couple of years ago not anymore oh Matic yeah Matic would have been first on the clean uh, team sheet 5-6 years ago but the you look at it and you've got Rashford up front who was Percy, James up front's up Percy. Yeah. And you've got your granddad playing behind you. <laughs> I mean he's never gonna thread a ball through, is he? <laughs> um interestingly, Manu have only conceded six so far this season, but yep. it's the manner in which they've conceded some of these goals. Yep. And you splash out eighty million 
on a centre half, thirty how much was one Bissaka thirty odd. Thirty odd, yeah. And there's some soft goals going in. Um Liverpool conceded five, Man City conceded six, so they're in the yeah, top end, yeah. but both of them teams have conceded soppy defensive goals as well and the the thing is that Man City and Liverpool have done is scored. Yeah. Man haven't scored. Eight. Yeah. Well just like we Eight so far this season. Just like we said about Everton, Man you haven't um got a player in uh, to replace Lukaku. Yeah. So we've got two teams in the Premier League that are both like suff- yeah, yeah. suffering. West Brom were even suffering because they didn't replace like Arco. Yeah. Um, people have often said that Rashford is... Uh, it's Rashford, he'll be alright, but... What is Rashford? He's... Um, I don't think he does much on the wing. I don't think he's a striker. I, I don't think he's going to get any better than he is. Right. How old is he? He must be 20. I mean... Has he really improved from that first season when he when he came on? No, very very similar to Marshall. Where yeah, exactly the same. Exactly. Better the down same. the middle or better down the wing? Cause... I mean, I'd rather have Marshall on the wing. Uh, Rashford's twenty one. I'd rather have Marshall on the wing. But I just, I mean, Rashford has he got a good cross on him? He's got he's got a cracking shot on him when he proper thunderbolts it, but. When do you ever see that? I, I just There's, don't know what he is. I think from their strikers, I mean, we've yet to see a great deal of Mason Greenwood yet, and hopefully he's the answer for Man U. I mean, how old is he? 17, 18? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you but can't put the pressure on when the, you look, like that, can you? When you look to um, Marshall and Rashford, and there's no killer instinct. No, no. I think that's what's missing. Yeah, they're technically sound and they can finish, but they're not. Rude Van Nistelrooy where he's taking every chance yeah. he gets do you know what I mean he's not every single striker or forward player that Manu's got they'd never they'd never put it away first time every one of them needs a touch every one I don't know if that's a confidence I mean they've got Solskjaer as the manager he was lethal yeah. <laughs> like they've, they've had the history of like deadly strikers from Rooney Van Nistelrooy Cole York yeah exactly and the list is endless and now Lee Sharp not a striker okay <laughs> deadly um, like, the list is endless but now it's like well, yeah they're talented and yeah they can finish but they're not taking the chances nope or they're not getting in the right positions to capitalise on good good play from other team minutes no no, really are struggling up top. And, and I think possibly a big part of that is not telling someone definitively that's your job. Rather than continue to rotate whoever goes down the middle or when they bring a sub on, someone switches over to one side or the other. Yeah. When it was Lukaku, they had no choice. You're down the middle. You're playing down the middle. Yeah. When it was Ruud van Nistelrooy, he only ever scored one goal from out of the box because he played down the middle. Yeah. They need to tell one of them to say, right, that's your job. None of them are... are don't, don't stray from the width of the penalty box. They don't like that, though, because they're naturally wide players, aren't they? That's, that's, I mean, Lukaku, he's got plenty of 20-plus goals for Manuel last season. I don't understand how he's not working in the team that you're building. Like A striker scores 20 goals, that's, that's his job. And all of a sudden, he's not working in the team that like you want to build. I, 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 I couldn't get my head around it. I mean, Lukaku scores goals wherever he goes. He might not put a shift in, yeah. but who cares if he scores? He's a striker. who could touch the ball better. <laughs> <I don't, well, laughs> Rashford, both got better first touches, but 
the uh, killer instincts was a guy comes up it. But Rashford's not a, he's not a goalkeeper. He shouldn't be playing up front. Just like he's not a goalkeeper, and he shouldn't be playing in goal. Yeah. <laughs> um. I. I mean. Well, well, we'll talk about West Ham for a bit. I mean, they played really well, and they've. The, the this right, season they've right kicked on they've yeah. kicked on haven't they I mean Pellegrini's come in now is this his second season now did he come at the beginning of second or third I think um, and he's putting his stamp on there I mean he didn't have um, Yar Malenko, Malenko for most of last season and the last couple of games he's played he's I really like the look of him yeah he's um, comfortable on the ball he'll take people on he struggled to score didn't he uh, last season he's yeah. got two or three or I think it's just two I think it's just two in the league oh yeah but it's only like four get, games I think he's played he, he gets through a lot of work as well yeah um, he's, a, he's a big player very rarely you see like that that thick. number nine yeah thick you don't see, yeah. I mean like you see like little magicians dirty behind the strikers but he's just like a big lump like yeah. you have to get the ball off me yeah and then they've got Haller up top and Wesley yeah Wesley's been yeah he's yeah, really and good and unfortunately had one disavowed which was uh Right on the offside one, was it just a, a shoulder or something? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Cracking yeah. header, but he's a big unit. Hell is a big unit. Yeah, Malenko's a unit. Anderson. Yeah. I mean, like, he's that no, little that little jinky one in there. Yeah, but he's still, but yeah, he's got a bit of weight yeah. behind him. Um, I, I just think, I, I looked at both the teams, I, I, I watched the first half, and Man United just looked like boys against West Ham. Like, West Ham looked like. I hate to say it, like the like the, the ready completed team, yeah. they, they look so balanced. I mean, Rice coming into the team, I don't think much of him still, but he's just got that great balance. He's, he's allowed Noble to go forward, and Noble he's he's got a great little touch on him. He's a clever player. He just yeah. because he's been playing that defensive role for so long, um, he's, he's kind of got that bar in midfielder. What does he do? But now he's been pushed forward, and all of a sudden West Ham are winning games. Yeah, I mean it's no coincidence, and. Uh, I mean, I, I didn't see it being as comfortable comfortable as it was, but West Ham, I mean, look like the real deal this season. I mean, Cresswell, just before he scored his wonderful free kick, had a little sight yeah. a couple of minutes before. I love those free kicks yeah. because you never see him going, and as soon as they get that second one, you, you know. And do you know what I love as well is the rest of the uh, West Ham players left into it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's gone, already had a touch. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. I, know, I know the first one was close, but I missed it, but I know what to do now, and he did it. Love a free kick. I mean, you, there's some talented footballers on that West Ham side that, where a handful of them could have took it, but yeah, oh yeah, I mean, Anderson, Anderson's got a cracking free yeah. crack on him. Um, a free crack on him. Free crack on him. <laughs> um, funny enough, uh, De Gea is the actual is the goalkeeper that's conceded the most free kicks since the beginning yeah. of last season. He's not. He's not the biggest, is he? No, he's very small, isn't he? But well, I would say he's very small, but isn't he? For a, kid, for a goalkeeper, yeah. I mean, like when he first came across, everyone thought he was a little kid, didn't they? Yeah. Um, um, well, we'll finish the West Ham game on a glorious free kick. We'll go to uh, the Liverpool Chelsea game with uh, another great free. I yeah. loved Trent's free kick. Yeah. Absolutely loved that because so many times you see a team get um, a free kick that's like 20 yards out and it, it's obviously too close to dink the ball over the top and get it back down and so many times you see teams try and do that but all they've done is literally just move the ball what two yards a yard yeah. 
and he's just opened the goal at four. Opened it up. Hey, he's put it keeper side. He's hammering it. And the ball's at the back of the net before the keeper's even yeah. had a chance to die. He's not moving, is he? The technique on this lad, I mean, we've seen his crosses, we've seen his free kicks for England. Yeah. And he's got an absolute, he's got a wonderful right foot, which you never see. Yeah. And we'll just go back to the Arsenal game because there was the Aubameyang free kick as yeah. well. Yeah, another good free yeah. kick. My problem with that one was. He's gone to he what, was, what was Tommy Eaton doing? He, he's gone he to couldn't his see side. at all. The wall was that big. There was a few Arsenal players in there. He couldn't see. And it's gone to his side. Where have you put the wall? He's, yeah, he's Why can't the, you see the ball? It's a big big wall to his right hand side. He's got the left hand side of the goal. And I don't know yeah. why, but he, he's done that thing just before a keeper gets ready to take and, and he's got ready to go right. Yeah. So his, his balance is all on his, all on his right hand side. And what, as soon as that happens, he can't. I mean, it's only probably like a. A human whip for where, like if he stood one place, like one yard to the left, he put his hands out and he served it easy enough. But he's tried to, he's tried to double guess, hasn't he? And he's miserably failed. Yeah, so that's three glorious free kicks from relatively yeah. close range. Uh, Cresswell's was a bit further out. Yeah, Cresswell's was a bit further. But uh, some a lot of creativity and other good free kick though. Um, it was probably the least amount of shots on target I've seen Liverpool have for a while. Three, three shots on target. I mean, yeah, Chelsea yeah. have really surprised me this season. Yeah, and uh, they surprised me. I didn't think they'd do as dis. I know they haven't got the points on the board. Yeah, they've conceded 13, but they're playing good going forward. But um, in this game, they defended quite well and for, on the back foot for a lot of the game. Yeah. Well, I, I think since um, Rudiger, uh, no, sorry, Christiansen. Um, has come into the team. I mean, he's he's played in Bundesliga, he's played Champions League, he's he's calmed the back line a, a little bit, like Rudiger did as well when he came back into the team. Um, but I mean, Lampard's got this young Chelsea team playing decent football, and when you've got a player like Kante to come back into your team, I mean, goal. Oh, oh. He's not known for his goal scoring prowess, but goes on a bit of a maze up. I think I think it's a corner. As a Liverpool fan, I mean, as a Liverpool like as a like Liverpool fan would think, fan. I'd be a bit worried with Liverpool's defence. I mean, I know they've only conceded five in six, but they don't look like the defence from last season. There's a, there's a lot of, they're conceding a lot of chances. Um, first couple of games, I thought Liverpool could maybe do an unbeatable season. I just thought, but the last couple of weeks, I just, I don't think it's going to take much for for the three guys up front, Firmino, Mane, and Salah, just to have an off day, and I, f- I think they can get caught at the back of a couple now, like, especially with Adrian not being in girl, uh, with Adrian being in girl. Yeah. Right, we've uh, just about we've left a couple of games out, but we're there. Yeah, there's literally no one wants to talk about Newcastle Brighton there, yeah, do they? But we we talked uh, in depth a lot there, didn't we? We've run a bit over time, but we'll uh, get on to a couple of quizzes now. Shall we do some quizzes? Um, oh, the bloody hell scored that. This is a quiz I do for Phil uh, every week, which I don't ruin. This is the quiz that I don't ruin every yeah. week. Um, so we go back in town to a famous girl and Phil's got to try and tell me the goal scorer or the goal scorers who scored in that game. Um, and this one, this one's always on the Premier League adverts, this girl. Um, 
as, as soon as the Premier League season's coming up, it's everywhere. It's the man you, Rooney Overhead. Oh, Christ. Against Man City. You know it. Yeah. Nanny whips it in, gets a little flick off. I think Mika Richards who gets a little touch, doesn't it? And uh, Rooney. Rushes his shake. Right off his shin. Um, so, Man United, Man City, 12th of February 2011. Man City, uh, Man United win 2 1. Could you tell me any of the other goal scorers for either team? Very <sighs> not Scooby. Um I go company for Man City. Nah, it's not. Yeah. He's, he's scored plenty against Man U, then. Yeah. Um, it's always when Man City win the league when he scores a goal against them. Though. Um, I, I'll tell you. I, I'm struggling with this one. The, uh, one of them still still playing. For one of them scored this weekend. Aguero. Nope. It's the only player that was actually playing for Man City that's still playing now. Oh. Didn't realise he'd been there that long. Oh, David Silva. David Silva. Oh, right. um, you'd never get the Man U one. He was a Ronaldo wannabe, nanny. Oh, you just don't, mentioned him as well. Yeah, don't, don't remember him. I remember Silva's goal, I don't remember Nanny's goal. Um, but this next one, this next quiz. Well, this is my favourite one. Yeah, I won't give away the year this time, but um, we'll come back to the year that you get at the end of the quiz, just to give everyone else a little go. Um, um, this is a little quiz called If I Could Turn Back Time If I Could Find A Way Do you know, one week we are going to get Cher on just to do that little clip for us. This is a quiz I try not to ruin every week. I don't think the dog like the scene. Where I give Phil a load of footballing fact stacks. Um, from a year and he's got to try and guess what year it is and we've done this what I think we're on our 7th episode now 8th episode and I've given the year away twice so the numbers aren't looking good 25% of the time I've given you the year <laughs> um, this one's a good year though I've got a couple of good facts here but we'll start off with the usual sexiest man Yeah, go on in. I don't know why this has become a thing now but it's become a thing yeah, Jude Law. Jude Law, right? Okay. Sexiest woman, Angelina Jolie. Right, so I think we're going back in back a little bit. They'd make good babies, wouldn't they? So, um, I'll give you a. This is the stat that I'm well happy with that I found this week. Um, Carling Cup final. Carling Cup final was won by Middlesbrough. Okay. Um, and do you know what the unusual thing about Middlesbrough winning the Carling Cup that year was? No. It was on the 29th of February. Oh, was that? I mean, that might give it away if you know what day is the, what year wow. a leap year is. Um, and also, do you know that we loved our Ali Reynolds? Lived it up in Iron After, oh, didn't he, yeah. a couple of yeah. weeks ago. Um, was he born? Is he no, <laughs> Javi Moreno. I don't know if you remember who was part yeah. of Bolton. Yeah, yeah. Um, he had a year at Abifa. Really? Aye, Living it up on yeah. the um, he played 16 games and scored every night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just thought of that then. <laughs> uh, top goal scorer in the Premier League? Thierry Henry. Thierry. Um, top English goal scorer, Alan Shearer. Uh, Sam Allardyce won Manager of the Month twice uh, in one season. Allardyce. And there was only one other manager that won it twice that season. 
Um, do you want to know the... Did you ever manage Jose Mourinho? Uh, no, it wasn't, no. Oof. Do you want... Uh, nope. Um, Valencia won the UEFA Cup. Do you want to know who was joint top goal scorers with six goals? There's some names here. Do you know a player called Sonny Anderson? We do, yeah. Ever heard of him? Brazilian. Um, yes, it was. Can't remember who it was for. But then we've got Kesman. Matthias Kesman. Kesman. Drogba. Drogba. And Shearer. Oh boy. All joint six goals in UEFA Cup. Um, it was the last Funny time. Hell, those are times that Newcastle fans on back. Absolutely. Wonder what they just drawn nil nil with Brighton. What else did oh, they yeah. want? Um, it was the last time a French team ever got to the Champions League final. French team. Um, and do you want to know some transfers? I've not given you any. All oh, City ones. Yeah, I've not given you any all City ones. Um, Robin van Persie made his way to Arsenal from Feyenoord. Two point yeah. five million, what a bargain that was. Yeah. Like they got, got the money's worth there, didn't they? Uh Peter, my mate Peter Chack, moved to Chelsea. Didn't know them two moved the same year. No. Uh Martin Keown. Absolutely hate him on Talk Sport. Um moved to Leicester from Arsenal. Never knew he went to Leicester. Neither did I before I looked at this. How many times did you play? Uh I can't remember it was only about half a dozen, it wasn't much. Yeah. Um, big mover that summer there was bit. This one might give it away. Jonathan Woodgate moved to Madrid. Yeah, I think I've already got the year anyway. So, um, but if that one give that didn't give it away, this definitely would. Luke Chadwick moved to West Ham from Man U. <laughs> I mean, that, if that's not going to give it away, I don't know what is. Right, I'm going to go straight in with this answer. We'll uh, try. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, we'll go for it. Yeah, two thousand four. You've yeah, you're right on there again, aren't you? What yeah. gave it away? League Cup final. Oh, was it? Not so much the leap year, but that's that finished it off. I knew for definitely, but I did. Well, that was the first start I gave you. No, but you gave me the. You said Middlesbrough won it first. Yeah. Uh, did you know just from that? Yeah. Good bit of knowledge that. You just need to get out more, really, don't you? Yeah. I just remember um, Joseph Desiree job. Oh, did, do you remember who there was against? Well, there was against Bolton, Bolton sorry. Yeah. Um, all the goals were scored before the f- 14th minute. It was 2 1. Yeah. So all the goals were scored straight away. Oh, where? Oh, where? I think I'm going to get this final up because I'm going to reminisce about some of these players. This is like the golden era for me. Of, um, we're both, we're both cracking on now, aren't we? We're both cracking on. Um, let's have a look. So, oh, oh no, 21 sorry minutes. But yeah, all over by then. Kevin Davis scored. Job, yeah, I knew, I knew it had something to do with it. So he was playing right back for uh, Middlesbrough. Oh, Danny Mills. you got to be active or reactive. Frank Crudrew in there. Jahinia. Yeah. There's on, back in the day when you only had, was allowed five subs. There's only one player from that Middlesbrough team that's still playing. Shoot down in. There's only two players on that middle <laughs> team that are still playing. Uh, who's the other one? Brad, Brad Jones. Jones. Brad Jones, right? Interestingly, Michael Ricketts against his own club. Oh. Comes off the bench. Oh, there's a couple of great players here for... Uh, for Bolton. Henrik Pedersen, former oh, Tiger. Still, Yashen and Kapos. Even Camper. Yeah. Ex-Tiger. JJ Kocher. Ivan Camper didn't play for City, did he? Ivan Camper. Uh, no. JJ Kutcher, former Tiger, Yuri Jockey. And obviously Nicky Hunt. 
<laughs> Why is Yusuke Yaskalan and not got a Scottish flag against his name? He's finished. He's done, he's only 25. Hey. Kevin Poole. I wonder how many games he... Oh, fucking hell, he's cracking. 56 and he was on the bench in this game. How old was he then? Jesus. Loved it. Um, here's a good little stat. Kevin Poole, um, goalkeeper, age 56, only retired five years ago. Retired, <laughs> retired 51 at Burton Albion. He's probably one of those that was just always on the books <laughs> just as a backup. Like That's incredible. Uh, right, so anyways, EFL. We've gone through Premier League. We'll have a little dabble at the EFL because there was... A couple um, of shots. Uh, well, a couple of shots. Watford won. Hey. <laughs> Very good, that. And so did Arsenal. Arsenal didn't concede. Yeah. No, <laughs> Actually, there was a couple of shocks. Um, I mean, I had my six, Super 6 done this week and I thought Everton might be the team that might not win. I had that down as a draw. Ooh. Um, but Everton, I mean... Um, Calvert <coughs> with, with two goals. Yeah. Nice to see him get a couple. Hopefully, I mean he started a couple of games already this season, but that's why he, he might need that just to kick his season off. That he might be the the answer for Everton's striker worse. I can't see it, but no, he's he's, he's not a twenty goal striker, is yeah. he? Not in the Premier League. But the big upset, Colchester Tottenham. Yeah. Just oh, heaping yes. more misery uh, on Tottenham's situation at the moment. Yeah. I mean, so that's uh, Pochettino, Silva, Solskjaer. I mean, Dave sent a question in on Twitter today. Always happy for a couple of questions, and we'll, we'll go through them on the on the podcast nowadays. Um, Dave's question was, uh, if I could just find it, how long do you think Poch slash Ollie have left in their roles? Uh, clearly unset with both, uh, in his opinion, and. Well, I think everyone has to agree that there's definitely upsets, um, unrest somewhere, aren't they? Yeah. Um, How long do you think they've both got? I think Silva will be first to go. Um, just because I didn't, I thought he was clinging on towards the end of last season to his job. And I think with with the money that they spent, I think a lot of them had them knocking on Europeans' door yeah. and like top six fighting for that. And I mean, it's only six games in, but they're way off the pace. I think. I think Potter's got a little bit longer just from the Champions yeah, League run yeah. he had last season. Yeah, I think Potter's got a bit longer. I think he's got the longer up. I mean, uh, we, we did um, touch on so, it in the Premier Solskjaer. League. You mentioned Solskjaer in question. Um, I think he's got he's got until uh, the next big name comes available, I reckon. Really? Yeah. What is that maybe like if it's Zidane? I mean, Pochettino. Madrid, yeah. Who's going who's gonna to blink fast there, though? Well, I mean, Spurs... I'm guessing don't want to get rid of Pochettino. Um, but yeah, I think Solskjaer should say until the next big name becomes available. That I mean, they're, they're trying so many solutions as vague and it's just not where it's any of them. Do you think it's absolutely incredible that somebody who was the manager of Mould got the Manu's job? Like I'd, After I'd, a loan spell. <laughs> I, I think it's just absolute craziness that they thought that no, Solskjaer was, would never um, be a good enough manager there for was, him. There was riding the, um, there was riding the wave of the five-game win streak to start with ten years. I mean, we, we bastard the move to start with. Yeah, we, I mean, we, we were very critical it. of it. Yeah, and it blew up in our faces as a. It went on to like a fourteen-game unbeaten streak, yeah. didn't they? But now who's laughing, Ollie? <laughs> Me. 
we're, we're still in the job. I've, I reckon we'll be doing this podcast long yeah. after he's left the Man U post. Except we don't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you think Silver's going to be the first out? Yeah, Silver. And I think um, Solskjaer goes depending on who becomes available. Because I can't imagine his compensation to be a great deal. No, no, I'm Compared guessing to not. a big name. Um, Compared I mean, to Potches, when if he'd leave, be leaving yeah, Spurs. I think Solskjaer would have just been happy to be in my new job, so I don't think there's a great deal of compensation. I think, he'd be ha- I think he'd be happy to have a season pass there. Like I don't know how they're given the job. Yeah. I just... Oh, we've got a goal. Liverpool go 1-0 up against MK Dons. It's not Rian Brewster, is it, in his first game for Liverpool? It's a keeper howler. Uh, is that his? Yeah, is, what you uh, expect? Uh, is it Milner? No. Could be uh, the old Bulldog himself. We'll, uh, we'll wait for a replay. But... Um, so, I, I think I agree with you, the silver. Uh, I can't really see. Oh, what's he doing oh, there? He's Milner. He's lashed it straight I, at the keeper. I, Shot on target though, isn't it? You're not going to score if you don't get him on target. Keeper can't hold of it and then punches it into his own net. Seeing a couple of them on Sunday League. <laughs> Seeing a couple in the Premier League this season. doing that? Um, I think, I mean, Everton being um, at home against Man City in the next game, I mean, if they take a thumping off Man City... I'm sure you give him a bit of leeway for that game. I mean, we've seen it before where a manager's been sat against after playing against a top team. Yeah, but I think it's only fair from the running at the VAD. I mean, I, I don't think Potter's going to be far off. Yeah. Um, and it's definitely not helped his case losing against Colchester. No. I mean, I mean they're a pretty decent team as well from from what I saw. It, I mean, it wasn't a walkover team. Well, um, plenty of changes. No, no disrespect to uh, Colchester, but whatever team you should put out should be better than... Oh, definitely. I mean, yeah, here we go. Lucas started, Ali started, Wanyama, I mean, he's not played much, but Davison Sanchez, um, Dyer, Walker-Peters, these are all yeah, Premier all League experienced players. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know who the hell T. Parrot is. Tony Parrot, I'm going to call him. Um, but there's there's a lot of unrest at Spurs, and I, I think it, it goes hand-in-hand hand with um, Ericsson's contract coming up and from... Is it for Marlon? Not for Marlon, sorry. Um, I don't know what you mean. Toby Alderweireld. Alderweireld, yeah. Um, I mean, still available. And I, I think Poch thought, yeah, we're going to say, we're going to keep him another season because we, we've got a chance of winning something. He was so close last season. And I think he shot himself in the foot because I don't think these players want to be there anymore. And there's a certain unrest in the camp. Yeah, it doesn't help when the Ericsson saga goes straight to the 31st of December. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, trying to get him shipped out, trying to get some money for him. Yeah. Um, but we'll have a little touch on the other, other games. I mean, Man City Preston, poor old Preston. I thought Man City going to put all the youngsters here. It's all the starting 11. Sterling, Jesus, both the Silvers, Foden, Gundogan, Mares came on. <laughs> Just yeah. like poor Preston. Yeah, the that's following. a week inside, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> The only big name that didn't get on that I thought I'd get on for Man City was Scott Carson was named on the bench. Oh, give him the start. I know, I mean, like, come on, what else does this man have to do to get a start? He just wants to do a Rob Green and run on and collect the trophy. I, yeah, I can't wait for that at the end of the season. <laughs> Scott Carson finally getting that winner's medal that he, that who, he deserves. Who did There's uh, the name Man of the City have uh, last season? Oh, Richard Wright, he's been Richard the, uh, Wright, he's been there for about 10 years, hasn't he? Yeah, got... Had his testimonial, didn't even play on that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, we'll have a quick. Uh, <laughs> that was a good one. Though. We'll have a quick uh, 
rundown of the uh, fantasy. Yeah. As you do every week from now on. It's not going very well for me it's recently. It's been a horrendous week for me. Um, started I, off so well for us as well. Well, I started off we the weekend in fifth place, I think, and I've dropped right down to uh, 17th. Oh, really? I'm not even on the first page anymore. 19th I've dropped down to. Um, I've seen some big movers. Uh, ben and Buzz back on top. Yeah, he's always good at fantasy, isn't he? Always good. Uh, Lee Harding. Guy who used to work with, he's always good at fantasy as well, yeah. right? And his shirt tails, isn't he? Yeah, cat tails. Uh, I'm guessing some of these are Bernardo Silver in the team. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like, there's a there's a couple of big winners from September. Um, Lee's at the top. Jordan Archer flying without Ings up to fair, up to third in September, and uh, my partner's uh, dad. Yeah, uh, fourth, fourth for September. Oh yeah, fourth, yeah, fourth for September. And uh, Grant, eighth. Grant Silk. Yeah, Dean Clark, Nam. Couple of names in there, yeah. But he's not happy with that, though. <laughs> yeah, um, so I'm de- I'm looking for a tenner on this weekend. Hopefully, um, Guardiola didn't fuck me over and put Sterling in. Uh, I've not made my, sub- my transfer yet. No, neither have I. I'm saving it. I'm saving I'm it until to last save minute. It. I might have a bit of a reshuffle for uh, a couple of weeks' time. Even though have, have we got um, a couple? Have we got a Friday night game? Uh, no, week? no Friday night game. That's all right because I'll be on the, I'll be on the pop on Friday, so I need to um, maybe sort my team out Saturday morning with a hangover. I don't want to be doing it drunk again. So it's, um, my strikers, they're against teams that they should score against. Pookie against Palace, Haller against Bournemouth. Abraham against Brighton. Yeah, I mean... Expects a few goals from the front three. They're definitely the games that they're not going to score in now. Liverpool against Sheffield United, so I want a couple of clean sheets and a couple of more solid goals. Sterling against Everton. Fancy myself, yeah. Fancy yeah. A, few, uh, a few points. I mean, you expect Man City, the way they're going to score plenty of goals there. Yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think of maybe like a little, a little cheeky one you could have maybe. Um, Wilson... Coming in for yeah. for Bournemouth because he's I think he's got four in three games now for him and um, I mean Chelsea against Bright Brighton looking good this season though are they maybe maybe Son Southampton there Southampton leaking goals conceded three against Bournemouth didn't they yeah but I need something to happen because I'm slipping down that table and I'm slipping fast started so well um, but I've got faith I've got faith in my team. Um, I think well, that's. I got faith in your team. Before, I? <laughs> I, I'm having the worst of luck. I took Aki out a couple of weeks ago. He scores yeah. this week. It's often the case, um, isn't it? Took um, Wilson out after two weeks. Now he started scoring. It's just not going good for me. Whoever I take out this week, put a bet on him to score a trick. Because it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, tweet it out and we'll all put him in. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we'll I'll, I'll, actually, yeah, we'll tweet out our transfers uh, throughout the week. Let you know oh, what we're got, doing. We've got one each. Like, I think I might keep order on that. Yeah, why not? I mean, like, seven for a couple of weeks' time. Um, but that's everything this week. Come for everything else. We've got nothing else. No, we're all done. Talks about the woeful defending in the Premier League this season. Yeah, we like it though. There's plenty of girls, isn't there? Plenty of girls. Hopefully, more again for us to talk about next week.